Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my wonderful guest for today is Cornelis Jan. Cornelis, Cornelis is a Dutch nature spirit mystic, wizard, healer, and herbalist. He was born with the extraordinary gift of communicating and seeing nature spirits. And from a young child on, he spent extensive time outside in wild areas and his gardens where these powerful beings have been his teachers. He surrendered to serve them and their presence and wisdom are woven into his classes, healings, books and other writings. In truth, his daily life. Cornelis' nature spirit teams include some of the overarching ones on our planet, a most humbling set of connections. He leads his classes, workshops, and other activities while living at, at and co-managing a wildlife rescue center in the far north of the Netherlands, where he cares for injured animals, many of whom are released, in the company of the resident elves, gnomes, and more, as well as human stuff. He continues to deepen his tremendous love for the sacred web of life, both seen and unseen, even more. Welcome, Cornelis. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Great. Well, it's a blessing to have you with us, and I am so very excited to be learning from you today. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Um, sacred Feminine Power um, started out as uh, more of an abstract concept for me. I could feel it has many gifts to hold, but I couldn't really relate to it very well. Um, and there were several deities that have really uh, helped me embrace the feminine uh, aspects of myself. Uh, Mother Gaia being one of the foremost uh, teachers in this part, but also uh, the goddess Kaliach and Elen of the Ways. Um, they teach me about uh, uh, softness and gentleness, uh, opening up my heart, uh, um, experience, experiencing the oneness. Um, they have helped me uh, ground myself more, uh, become a more heart-centered being on this planet, um, work with love, uh, be gentle, be patient. Um, it may feel uh, very soft, but uh, to me, it is one of the most powerful things you can experience. Mm. Beautiful. And I'm sure we're going to delve into this in a, in a little more detail later on as well. And, sure, but, I, yes. but I absolutely love the fact that you, you brought in Kalia, who's actually come into my life a few times now in the past uh, okay. few weeks. I wasn't aware of her that much before, but just in the last few weeks, she's been popping in and out of my life. So it's very interesting that you also brought her in here. And oh, Ellen of great. the, yeah, and Ellen of the Ways is, of course, one of my favorites, favorite guides <laughs> as well. So thank you for bringing them together with Gaia into this You're very interview. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Now, Cornelis, would you please share a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to activate the sacred feminine power and really become more familiar with it and those 
qualities that you talked about around sacred feminine power? Um, yes, I of course uh, thought about this question and wondered about this question, and uh, it brought a nice realization uh, to me uh, because as a child I was very in tune with this more feminine side of myself. And I discovered, thanks to this podcast, that uh, during my uh, upbringing and my growing up, I closed it off more and more and more. Um, because if you're being a very open person, uh, you sense everything around you, you sense other people's energies, sometimes for the good, sometimes uh, a little less. Um, so that was quite challenging. For instance, when someone has a, a closed throat chakra, uh, I couldn't speak anymore. Uh, and mm. I couldn't really discern uh, if it was uh, mine or if it was someone else's. So the closing off was quite a challenge, uh, but it was also something that was uh, necessary because I needed to uh, experience myself um, detached from everything else around me. Um, this has been uh, quite harsh at first. I thought it was very difficult. Uh, it felt like I got uh, disconnected from the natural world around me, which of course isn't entirely true, but it was the, the sensation I had at the time. Um, and um, after a while, uh, when I got more grounded, more into my own body, um, uh, then I could uh, start opening up again. So it was a, pro a long process. It took me many, many years, uh, most of my childhood of closing off, uh, uh, closing up and uh, reopening myself uh, at a later stage once again. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing about that, uh, Cornelis. And I can only imagine how, how challenging it really must have been to feel other people's energies and blocked chakras and all of that. Yes. <laughs> how, how, did, how did people around you react to that? And did you get any kind of support? Um, yes, I did get some support, mostly from my grandmother. Uh, I didn't really know it at the time, but I always felt she got me. Uh, I think she has walked a similar path. She's not around us with us anymore, but uh, her home, her place was like a safe haven. I was at my grandmother's house every day. So that was a big, big help. Talking about divine feminine, uh, my grandmother mm -hmm. is certainly one. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you had the divine pre feminine present with you from an early yes. age and supporting Watching you. Watching over me. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Great. Well, how would you, how would you describe this challenge that went you that you went through as a child? Um, could it be described as a hidden blessing? Now that you are on the other side of it, and how how would you describe that? Definitely, I would definitely describe it as a blessing. Um, it has helped me become more discerning. Uh, it has helped me uh, to stay in my own energy. Uh, to be uh, very clear uh, into the discerning of what is what, uh, what is whose, uh, where does it come from, where does it belong to. So it's actually also really helpful uh, during the sessions I do with, here with people. Um, uh, I'm, I'm open once again. 
But mm-hmm. now, uh, with the gift of discernment and the gift of keeping my own energy fields uh, clear of anything that is not me and that should not be in this energy field that I call me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is beautiful. And when I introduced you, um, you I introduced you with a couple of different titles, so to speak, in quotation marks, but one of them was yes. wiz- Wizard. Yes. And I would love it if you could tell us a little bit more about what that entails. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I've been called a wizard for the first time by Marana Maclear. Um, again, at first it was kind of abstract to me. I had a feeling about it, a sensation. Um, I usually feel quite instantly if something is right or not, if it resonates or not. Uh, This one resonated. Um, Diving deeper into it, uh, I feel uh, this very um, peaceful, soft and soothing energy. And it was actually my grandfather uh, who already passed away at that point the husband of the same grandmother I talked about just now, Mm -hmm. who guided me further into this. Uh, At a certain point, he came uh, by during a ceremony and he asked me to forget his name. He told me, if you you forget my name, then you will see the true me. And I was entering this space of infinity. It felt very celestial and loving uh, the connection um, in all forms, in all life forms, uh, was uh, very uh, uh, clear from that level of perception. And um, a few moments later, he came back and he said, this is who you are too. You just saw me, but this is who you are too. It's this uh, sacred energy field from which life forms uh, manifest. It feels very passive, but it's also active. I hope I'm making a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's filled with consciousness. It's filled with love. Um, um, a wizard feels like a person who is able to, to manifest, but it To me, personally, it feels more like someone who surrenders to the divine plan and uh, helps, uh, is in service of manifesting this divine plan in reality, in any form you can imagine. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. I love that. And I (laughs) love how you've... you've, uh, owned and embodied that title in a in a way that feels very authentic thank you very much Mm, yeah i i would imagine that a big part of of being a wizard is is the work that you do with nature spirits isn't it uh true yes um if uh, i talked about the servant and uh, being able to uh see everything for what it is uh, uh, the wizard aspect uh, of my of me really helps with that because it brings me in this place of stillness. Uh, it's like a sacred space inside of myself. Uh, in this sacred space, anybody can come and visit me as long as it's divine plan aligned. There are some rules. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Nature spirits uh, are frequent visitors. They come in many forms and um, 
I uh, I feel very close to them. I consider them to be my friends. I know we've lived for many lives together. Uh, the relationships that uh, are uh, being seen and felt and heard now uh, are a lot of times relationships that uh, go back many, many lives. So it's like a, a re-encountering of old friends. Mm, beautiful. I love that. For, for those of our listeners who, who are not very familiar with the term nature spirits per se, could you let us know a little bit more about what nature spirits are? Um, there are uh, many different forms and groups of nature spirits. Um, I sometimes refer to them as the consciousness of nature. Um, they, you can find them in raindrops, in snowflakes, in the earth, in the water, in the trees, in everything. Um, there are also beings that are uh, a little bit, you could say, more advanced, more developed, like uh, 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 pixies, for instance, elves, um, unicorns. Unicorns don't really consider themselves to be nature spirits, but they, they, they fit right into it. Uh, same with ogres. I uh, have recently had uh, several encounters with uh, ogres uh, who are being portrayed as uh, evil and malicious beings. Um, and they wanted to set the record straight about it's not really who they are. And I feel they're worming their way into this uh, podcast right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, ogres. <laughs> <laughs> they have a great sense of humor. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> Is there a specific message that they're wanting to tell us? Are you getting that sense? <laughs> uh, I asked them just now uh, what they would really love to share with everybody who is listening. Um, um, I sometimes call them the Buddhists of the nature spirits because <laughs> um, they are very Zen and at peace. They are life loving, embracing beings. Um, I tend to get a little hasty in my daily life because I have a lot of things going on. So I uh, rush from one place to another. That's not always okay. And then the ogre comes in and he says, um, take every step with love, take every step with consciousness. And that's why they remind me of Buddhists um, because that's how they live. When they eat, they are fully present with the meal and enjoying the meal and enjoying the company. Uh, when they work, they are fully present in the work and they do everything with this this inner sensation, this inner feeling, which is filled with gratitude and love. So they're, they're vibrating constantly, vibes of love, gratitude. It's a constant blessing to be around them. Mm, how beautiful and how potent and relevant is that message from the ogres to everybody on our planet, especially at the moment? Yes. <laughs> mm, really heart-centered beings, yes. That's lovely. Are there any other nature spirits that you, you especially work with? <laughs> um, there is a certain group of beings, uh, pixies. Um, they are here a lot. Um, I resonate with them uh, a little bit more than with most of them because they are uh, pranksters. Um, 
they are uh, filled with joy and laughter, um, and they are very often underestimated um, because they are so childish in their appearance and giggly, and uh, their sense of humor is also really <laughs> silly. Um, that one uh, might uh, overlook the great uh, abilities they have for this planet and for us uh, as humanity too. They work with uh, rainbow energy, uh, very uh, high in its frequencies, and they are masters of uh, transmuting energy, bringing it back to source, uh, uh, denser energies, uh, uh, filling them with light and love, and they do this in such a light uh, manner it almost feels like uh, playing. Uh, sometimes when I do sessions with people, uh, they are almost always there. Uh, they are very often commenting me on what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, sometimes that uh, results in me uh, just starting to laugh out of the blue, at least out of the blue for the people around me. <laughs> Uh, for instance, one time there was this lady whose energy system got activated, and um, which was a, a great work to do. Uh, and then those pixies are sitting behind me making car noises, and they're going like vroom, 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 like starting <laughs> up the car again. So I can't help but laugh then. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Well, I could listen to you for hours talking about your experiences with different nature spirits, but I know that you have a beautiful webinar series coming up together with the wonderful Mayor Cromwell. And yes. I would love to hear a bit more about that. And indeed, if our listener has become curious about what you are saying, how could they join this as well? Uh, this webinar starts February 6th. Uh, I'm co-hosting it together with uh, Mayor Cromwell, and it's a six-session uh, webinar uh, on uh, Sundays. Uh, each Sunday, we will be uh, discussing uh, uh, and talking about uh, numerous uh, subjects relating to the uh, nature spirits, uh, uh, how they work, where they live, how you can connect with them, because that's really um, uh, the main thing of this webinar. Uh, the nature spirits in general are, are itching to work together with us again. And it really is time. And uh, it's not only reserved for a few people in the world, it's for everybody. And uh, it would be great if you, for instance, started gardening with the gnomes in your garden together. And it really is an uplifting chance for your personal life and every everything around you. Uh, we need them. Uh, in this rebirth of uh, uh, the planet and they need us, we need each other. And uh, that, in fact, uh, to me at least, and I think to everybody else as well, is uh, truly a blessing because your life will be will become more magical. It will be uh, filled with laughter and joy and uh, lighter energies. And um, yes, I could go on and on and on about this. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Gardening with the gnomes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. So how, how do, how would our listeners find out about this webinar series? Where do they need to go? Uh, there's a website, naturespiritfun.earth. Uh, on this website, there is more information and also information about how to register and uh, how to join. 
Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And at the time that we are airing this interview, the, the webinar series will have started. The first yes. webinar will have taken place, but uh, it will not to be too late to join during the first week, isn't it? No, that's true. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, all uh, sessions will be recorded. Uh, if you join uh, shortly after the first uh, one, uh, you will receive the recording so you can see uh, and hear everything that uh, has been discussed. You won't have to miss anything. Beautiful. That's fantastic. So if anybody's feeling really aligned with this energy and this, this message of the importance of the nature spirits, especially in these times of transition, then this webinar series is going to be a beautiful opportunity, not just to interact with Cornelis and Mayer, whom I've interviewed in the past, but also start to communicate and interact with nature spirits as well. It's beautiful. Cornelis, is there anything else that's really arising for you right now that needs to be shared? Um, I would like to bring forward uh, Malana McLear. I mentioned him uh, earlier in this interview. Um, he is a big part of also this webinar, uh, also of my personal life. He is an ancient Celtic deity. He is a, a guardian of the sea, all sea life, also a god of storms and weather patterns. And he is really helping uh, with this webinar. He is um, a great manifester and clearer of energies. Uh, he is really active currently in this world, uh, clearing old energies, blowing them away. Um, before uh, we started this interview, he actually came in uh, asking if I would uh, if I would want to mention him. So uh, that's why I am bringing him forward. Um, this ancient god um, is a protector of sacred life. He is a protector of the nature spirits. Uh, maybe you know the old legends of Tirnano, for instance. Uh, which was covered with a veil to protect it. Uh, same thing happened with Avalon and the Sisters of Avalon. Uh, what it's basically is a meaning is they are they have moved a little frequency part away from uh, our life on this planet uh, to maintain a sacred and balanced way of life. Uh, he is the protector of this sacredness. He is the creator of these veils and he is currently um, lifting a lot of these veils because we are all coming back together. Uh, the entire planet in its fullness uh, will be, uh, will be uh, returning to this sacred way of life. Um, he also, he's asking right now, um, he uh, loves it. Uh, to be called in by people who are doing work for Margaia, for the good of all, uh, to help them stay divine aligned, to clear energies that are no longer serving you, and to protect your own sacredness. Because uh, I know a lot of people are being hit quite hard in these intense times. Mm -hmm. And um, Maranan is a great helper and a great uh, friend in this aspect. Hmm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And um, 
welcoming him to our sacred container as well and sending gratitude for what, what he has shared. Hmm. Beautiful. Well, Cornelis, thank you so much for sharing all that you have shared. Uh, I will be participating in this webinar series myself. I am super right. excited to be <laughs> learning more. And like you, I have had connection to nature spirits from a very early age on, but have to a large extent blocked it off in many ways. And I'm so looking forward to really starting to deepen that connection again and understanding at a deeper and deeper level the Wonderful. importance and the role that nature spirits play and can play when we welcome them and open ourselves to them as well. Wonderful. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cornelis. Appreciate uh, your wisdom and your knowing and all that you are doing in the world at the moment, in the past and in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful, magical energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one and that the more of us have the courage to truly step into a sacred feminine power and open up to these often unseen, invisible energies that are supporting us at all times, the more quickly Mama Gaia will also heal and ascend. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here.